You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. Time is flying and summer is quickly approaching, and we are gearing up for what that means in terms of dating and relationships. Will it be the opposite of cuffing season now that it seems the worst of the pandemic is behind us and warmer temperatures are upon us? Will people be traveling more and getting serious less? Jen, we know you love to travel, as do I, but you like to travel and swipe. And you just got back from Hawaii. Did you swipe in Hawaii? <laughs> I did a swipe in Hawaii. Uh, I didn't have much luck though. So I gave up quite quickly. What I came to realize was it's, I think, tourists that are on the apps there, kind of like me, not the locals. But what I did encounter was an attraction I have for Pacific Islander men. I am obsessed with them. And I'm like, how do I marry a Hawaiian? Well, I think that's a general thing with women is, and I think everybody has like a fantasy island girl, you know, or a boy type vibe. I mean, I guess, but like I, so the ex-boyfriend I had that we share, um, he's your ex-boyfriend too. Wait, what? (laughs) He's, he's our ex-mutual person, or I guess you're probably still friends with him. Whatever. The person Uh, we have in common. So he kind of looks a little Hawaiian and so I think that, like, I didn't realize why I was attracted to him back then. I thought he was just fun and tall and, like, tan and, like, part of my friend group. So I was into it. But when I was there, other guys, like, resembled that look. But And they're tall and they're tan. And even the hula dancers, I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening with your hips? Tell me more. And like the fact that they wear like these like grass things around their legs. I'm like, you are a tree. I want to climb. How do we make this happen for me? Well, one night at dinner, our server who we were like all gushing over because. Well, you were, you were, you were with two other girls. Were they single too? Yes. They're single also. Gotcha. Who are they? Uh, My friend Andre and my friend Sierra. Okay. So. We all were looking at our server and we're like, oh, Darren's hot. And we couldn't tell if he was like nervous around us or we were literally just like these old women fawning over this guy being like like crazy people. It felt like we had not seen a man in months. Clearly we have. And it was so strange. So our reaction throughout the whole weekend was like. Hawaiian men are everything, but, uh, were you, were you guys, were you guys drinking a lot? Was there a lot of rum and like flavored drinks the entire time? Or was this like sober and then drinks at dinner? You know what I mean? Cause you were on the, you were not on the party Island. You were on like the scenic Island, right? Yes. We were on the scenic Island by design. We wanted something just really relaxing, beautiful, and 
wanted to just reset, not there to party, not there to meet people, not there to do anything of the sort, but like adventure and relax. So by day we'd have like a couple drinks, maybe one or two at lunch. And then we'd have maybe one back at the hotel, like happy hour, and then maybe one to two at dinner. So over the course of the day, it wasn't a lot. We were never drunk except for the first day because we were just so excited to be there. But uh, the night we met this guy who was our server, we were not drunk. We were hanging on by a thread. We were so tired after being in the sun all day. And he actually gave us his number unprompted. Whoa. He's like, hey, guys, Um, so here's my number if you want to go out and grab drinks when my shift is over. And we were wait, like, wait, 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 wait. This guy gave all three of you the number? Yeah, he gave it to the <laughs> table. And we were like, does he think all of us are going to hook up with him? Like, does he well, does he know that if he goes out with all of us, he's buying all of us drinks? Three for the price of three. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. We texted him when we got home. We were like, listen, we're passing out and watching like Lilo and Stitch. So we're going to not grab drinks tonight, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we actually ended up watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is so fun. Would you guys like have like, we have to watch Hawaii movies in Hawaii? Yes, we totally embraced the whole thing. And on my way back yesterday on the flight, I watched Moana. I'd never seen Moana and I watched it and I had such a different perspective of this sweet little movie and I cried. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great so movie. Good. But so you were so you you wanted to find locals like Derek when you were swiping. Darren, get it right. Like Darren when you were swiping, but you wound up swiping and just seeing people from like Missouri that were on vacation, and and then you don't know half of them have their wife back at the hotel, and then you're, they're just meeting you out for drinks and that kind of shit, right? Exactly. So I put an end to that, and I relocated my apps to Miami to get ahead of it. Because I'm uh, headed there next. So I'm like, let me start building uh, a grouping of folks I might want to go out with. But we'll get to that in a minute. So instead, we didn't hang out with Darren, but we had fun and we loved that we got hit on. And then we went the lot like one of the last nights we went to a luau and we fell in love with one of the luau dancers, as I mentioned. And that is where now I'm at. And I love Pacific Island men. I did actually match with a guy who lives in Oahu. But I thought he lived in Venice, and he goes back and forth. So we'll see what happens there. He seems to be <gasps> Jen, right. What? What if it's? Remember we had Mara Marini on. Yeah. And remember she had fallen in love with somebody in Hawaii, but he's an actor and he lives here sometimes too. Well, this Was guy's it? not an actor. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, not the oh. same guy. I also not don't think we have. Guy. I'm not sure we have the same type. Although she does love The Rock, so maybe we do. Yeah, she loves the rock. Man. She loves the rock. Well, this is Wait, did you tell me? Did you tell me before too that some astrologer told you that you would do well in Hawaii or something? Yes. So Tara Jade Starr, who has been on the show before a couple of times, told me when she did a reading for me that I would have like a transformation in Kauai. Now, again, maybe it was Kauai, maybe it was Oahu. I can't remember. I think it was Kauai, but I'd have to listen back. I haven't done that yet. But she said when she was doing my like geographical reading, cause you can figure out on the planet, like where you got particular energy that relates to certain different like things. For me, this wasn't about love. It was, um, transformation. I actually have a love line in Austin. Oh, I know. Okay. So if you move there, I'm coming. Yeah. Or it, she said also, it might not be that I have to be in Austin, but it may be somebody from Austin or somebody who's been around Austin. I don't know. It wasn't that clear as astrology tends not to be, but right. 
in terms of Kawhi, she said the transformation thing. A lot of interesting things happened timing-wise of this trip. Like, I got an interesting phone call during it um, that was, like, financial. I had just, like, the best time and a lot of interesting thoughts and a lot of reflections. So, so it was all good stuff. It was all good, all good stuff. stuff. I think as far as me transforming, I mean, hopefully we do every day, but I needed a break so badly. I was burning the candle at both ends and, you know, I like work and then this and then date and it's, then I have my family and I have a godson now and I have friends and I, all of these things, it's like, it's pretty exhausting. So I didn't realize how badly I need a vacation. And when I go to Miami, it's not going to be relaxing. It's going to be working and balancing a lot of people that I need to see and also dating as we know. So it's not going to be relaxing at all, but I'm excited for that trip. Um, Also, what came of my Hawaii trip was I reflected on a situation. I was seeing a guy gone, had gone out with him like five times prior to the trip. And during the trip, I realized I don't have romantic feelings for him. It's more of a friendship vibe. So I got back uh, late last night. He texted me and I wrote him actually today, letting him know that I um, see him more as a friend and I'd be happy to be friends if he is. And he did not write back. So I guess that's where he stands. And what, But what made it, what, what happened that made, you just were not missing him in the way you would miss somebody that you went on five dates with or you're like, what? What made him friend zone instead of no zone? Do you, do you know what I mean? Totally. So I enjoyed hanging out with him. I just never really felt romantically attracted to him. I think I was going through the motions and I liked being around him and he's nice and he's fun and he plans good dates and he, there's nothing wrong with him. He's a great guy, but I just don't think I felt anything. And I was hoping that the feelings would come I just didn't find myself like wanting to cuddle or wanting to make out or whatever and making excuses for as to why, like maybe I was, you know, preoccupied or whatever. I just didn't feel it. And then I think while I was there, I was like, I don't want to keep leading him on for me to figure out if I feel it, especially with me going out of town. And also he's a nice guy. I want him to be happy. So I'm probably not going to be that for him. And He's, you know, I, I didn't want to check in with him while I was in Hawaii. I didn't want to. Right, you didn't want to check in on him. You had three, you had two other girlfriends that were probably giving you advice about what was going on. You were, and then you were seeing hula dancers and waiters that you were like, yes, I want that. And at no point were you probably like, this guy, what about this guy? Right? So like you weren't, you weren't like missing that guy, not, not looking at, you weren't just eye candying the other people. You're like, oh, I want an islander. You weren't like, but I like this guy back in California. Right. And actually, when I do really like somebody, I don't really, I have blinders on. So I just yes, felt I mean. like I'm I'm not romantically in it, but I do care about him as a human. Like I would totally hang out with him again as a friend. He's a nice guy. We had a lot in common like work-wise, but I kind of felt like whenever we'd hang out, we'd lean into more like friendly conversation, work conversation, more that kind of thing and not go so deep. And I think I need that to connect with anybody really, even on a friendship level. Like if I can't go deep with somebody or really expose like all of my feelings and thoughts and fears and what concerns, whatever it is, then I don't really think I can connect and put any real effort in because I do have a lot of those people and that's what yeah, I but want. Do you, 
but but see this we had a guest on before we were talking about this i think it was kara and we were talking about like uh uh you know being there for somebody right away and all that other stuff and it's like when when do you go deep maybe not everybody is capable of going deep right away after five dates you know who's kara maybe they're kira kira oh <laughs> kira kira <laughs> kira i'm not that far off Jeez. No, but I was like, what show was that? <laughs> was That's I like there? I was like, Greg. And you're like, Craig? I had no idea who a Greg was. Yeah, Kira. <laughs> well, listen, we've got a lot of guests. I, maybe I blacked out. And I don't know who, I don't All know. Right. But, but Kira was talking about how, you know, her husband was there for her really quickly while she was going through something. And not every, and I, that was my thing. It's like, not everybody has that, either a situation where they, somebody can be there for them right away. But like, not everybody wants to go deep right away. Cause there is this culture of like, he's might be dating five other people, you know? So it's like you, uh, through these apps and whatnot. So at what point did, did you, did you give him the opportunity? Did you say like, I need something a little deeper. Are you willing to go there or do you just, are you just not attracted? So I think we would try and go there, but it would end up being just more like lighthearted. And I think that's also sometimes people's MO, but I did, actually go on a couple other dates around this time. Just, you know, I I wasn't in a relationship with this guy. So I'd gone on one date. I walked out of another date where the guy treated me like I was the freaking bachelorette. It was so nice and so well-planned. I felt nothing for that guy, but I like really appreciated his effort and the fact that a person can do that. I think I needed to see that um, because I was, you know, losing hope in general, but Then I had a phone call with a new guy on my drive back, actually, from Lauren's child's birthday, his second birthday. And this guy and I talked for like 40 minutes. And that was like our first time on the phone. And we went deep on the first call. And then we've gone deep like in text messages. So I think it's possibly just a vulnerability thing and where you're at in your life and also what you're willing to open up about and what you also have in common with somebody so what do you consider going uh, uh, let's change up the phrasing of going deep it's turning into a different type of podcast but uh (laughs) it's turning it turning into a kenneth play podcast but like what (laughs) i hope so one day yeah well when you say going deep what's deep for you on a first phone call 40 minutes in the car are we six inches are we (laughs) 10 i think we're six Okay. <laughs> right now we're six. Um, we're, we're just the tip, actually. So, oh, yeah. That's not because, deep at all. No, but it's going deeper than I, you know, surface level or not even in the pants. What's it? What's all right. <laughs> this this analogy or metaphor is going to go way off track. So what is emotionally, <laughs> what's emotionally not shallow for you that you're comfortable with on, a, on the first time you talk to somebody? Like what's what what? What are you expecting as far as like emotional uh, intelligence and like how deep they go? So this guy was married previously and I had asked him when he was divorced because I think his profile said something about like recently divorced. So I was like, how recent are we talking? And then we had a phone call and he he was like, all right, so do you want the story? And I was like, give it to me. So give it to me. Um yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so he started telling me the story and I thought the story actually made a lot of sense. And he was like, "Okay, so you're not afraid of like actually going out with me now? And I said, no, I appreciate the story and I feel like it all checks and makes sense. And 
I, it sounds like you're ready to actually go on dates and stuff. So I'm not afraid of what that looks like and Good. you not being ready. So then we talked about me and my history. We discussed um, traveling and I, his ex-wife didn't like traveling. And so we bonded over that. And I think there was just when you expose things that were problematic and how you've recovered from those things, you do let somebody in a lot more and you have more common ground, I think, because both people share things that they struggle with and how they overcame them, hopefully. And also your perspective on overcoming things and self-help. And we talked about wellness and what that looks like and how, you know, crazy we are on the wellness scale. And I was like, so does that mean you don't drink? And he's like, of course I drink. And so then we were talking about like our favorite drink. So it was like fun and light, but also we went into more educational. Yeah. And we went into more like serious conversation about real things, not just like how your day was or what do you do for work and all of that jazz. Right. I think it went into more like who we are and how we got here as human beings. Good. Okay. Well, that sounds really prominent. And then you went to Hawaii. Right. I went to Hawaii. And did you think about this person at all, the phone call at all while you were in Hawaii? Yeah. We actually texted a bunch and oh. we were supposed to have plans this coming Friday but we texted yesterday Uh-oh. and we're like, should we see each other sooner? So I'm seeing you oh. tonight. <gasps> You're seeing him after this podcast? Yeah. Wait a second. I, we're going on hiatus after this. I'm going to Italy. You're going to like, do I have to wait till, we, till the return to find out how this goes? The listeners have to wait, what, two weeks now? Well, the listeners out- definitely have to wait. But you, I could tell you this story, I'm sure over text or call. But uh, listeners, stay tuned because I'm going on a first date with him tonight. And we actually said, uh, I, what we would said you say? that, well, he said it actually. And I was thinking it. He's like, well, should we maybe just keep Friday open in case we want to go on a second date? <gasps> I know. Whoa, this dude. I want to text him so bad and be like, dude, just whatever. Don't show her any pictures of fishes. Don't say this. Don't talk about money. Don't do that. Like, just fucking ride the train you're on right now and keep going because you're winning. You're winning right now. So you're just keep great. going. Give me his number. Just give me his number. I will. And I'll be like, I'm, I'm the co-host on her podcast. Just stay the course, bro. <laughs> don't don't f- like fucking go off brands of what you got going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. So – going well so far and I haven't met him yet so it's really the outlier is like do we have chemistry in person yeah that's so important too yeah where are you guys going we're going uh somewhere in Beverly Hills I guess this airs next week so it will be after the fact but uh we're going to the Mayborn in Beverly Hills uh it's that hotel there we're having drinks we're not like going to stay there but Oh, so you need to eat food before you go because we know how you get pissed if they don't offer you snacks. <laughs> yes. So you should just hand them a manual, honestly, or just yeah. this podcast. They have the podcast. So wait. That's what I'm saying. If I ever meet somebody, I'd be like, you have my whole history of, of my thoughts and my my real like beliefs on everything lined up for you hour by hour for the right last here. four months. Yeah. Right five, here. So, five months. Yeah. So going back, though, to that. Um, I went on this date with a guy and he listened to the podcast, this other guy. And okay, wait, 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 wait. So let's, let's do this real quick. Let's do, uh, 
because you have their names here. I can see their names, and I know yeah. we're not going to say their names on no. the podcast. And I'm trying my hardest not to call them by their name. So let's call Walked Out number okay. one. <laughs> yeah. We'll call, and then, and so forth of the names that I see. So Bachelorette can be number two, and then yeah. So Nice, Disinterested, number three. Number three is the person that you just texted exactly. and said, and friend zoned, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So we've so covered Number them. three is out. Number three is out. Number oh. three is gone, and number four is tonight. the guy that you're going to, you're going with tonight, yeah. right? So now we're okay. backtracking to these two don't other really, guys. Don't really like his name. I wish he had a better name. Okay. I mean, All right, but well, but how different is your name? Mine's like a cool verb. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he could be like a he's he could be a noun because you would have a something of something. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. All right. Only so we'll you. We, the listeners are probably like, what the hell are these yeah. two talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it'll, it'll unfold one day, listeners. But anyway. Yes. Uh, so, so, so number one, number one's the one you walked out of and yeah. he listened. He listened no. to the podcast? No. Number two listened to the podcast. Okay. So number one, let's talk about number one. Let's talk about the, the, uh, the walkout. How do you walk out of a date? Where was it? I mean, I remember you telling us, were you telling Kirsten and I last week, you were telling one of us that like you, you had a date and you like rolled out of the car at a stop, at a stoplight. Like you got out of the car. No, I didn't get out of any cars, (laughs) but that's a better story. We should just train, change this one to that. So no, I know what I told you. That's story number two. So, um, but you're combining stories. So person number one, I met at this uh, Greek restaurant in Beverly Hills. He, uh, we hadn't text much. We just scheduled a date and went uh, first date to dinner. So I get there and I sit down and the guy's like, got a weird sense of humor and I couldn't tell if he was nervous or not, but like everyone has their own sense of humor. For me, that's like almost up there with chemistry, how somebody smells the whole thing. Like I'm just not going to be attracted to you if you have a weird sense of humor. So, right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So that's everybody. That's everybody. If I had a, if, if I met a girl who I was really attracted to and she like spoke and it was all of a sudden just like Amy Schumer shit, I'd be like, uh, it's not my style. So you don't like vulgar people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, what about yeah. dad jokes? If they're like, I did a dad joke the other day and like, I think it's what? funny, but like you're, <laughs> but n- not if you're serious with them. Like if you're, if that's your serious sense of humor, like that's the only jokes you make, that's enough. But like, that's not my sense of humor. I was making fun of it, making fun. Like I, I took Hartford, my goddaughter, and I put her in a corner of the kitchen and I said, guess who just put baby in the corner? No, I'm to deceased. Bo. I know. <laughs> and everybody was like, Stasi and Bo were like, no, get the fuck out of our house. Wait, you know? I actually so, love it. That yeah. was cute. But only because you don't normally do that. So when you did, it was like right. so outlandish that you're like right. making fun of the making, like the joke itself. Anyway. Right. Exactly. So this guy so he was, sees, right. he was making weird jokes and I was just trying to get through it. And I was like, maybe he's nervous. Maybe we need a glass of wine. Were they I mean, offensive or were they just like, no, but like I would say things and uh, he would ask me a question. I would ask, like, why don't you eat red meat? And usually people assume it's because I'm Jewish. It's not because I'm Jewish, but like he oh, made I've a joke about it. What? Jewish red meat thing. I never even heard that. Oh, it's because most, like not most, a lot of Jewish people are kosher. So people assume if I don't eat red meat or pork, it's because I'm kosher. I'm like, I heard of pork. 
I'm like, okay. it's not that at all. I was 12. I stopped eating it. It's disgusting. Also, have you heard of the climate? So anyway, I was a trendsetter. All right. So I don't eat that shit. But he made a joke about being Jewish. And then he said something else um, later. And it was like he was making a lot of assumptions about me and telling me who I am. And I would have to, like, clear it up and be like, no, that's not why I do that thing. Or, like, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not just looking for a Jewish guy and whatever. Anyway, I don't remember the specifics of the nonsense he was saying, but at some point he asked me about my previous relationship. So I answered him and then I asked him about his and he said that they went to therapy and like, it just didn't work out. He went to couples therapy for her and it, you know, it ran its course or whatever. I can't remember why, but I said to him, oh, well, have you gone to therapy on your own? And he said, no, I don't need it. And I was like, hold me back. You don't need therapy? Who are you that you don't need therapy? And so then I was like, well, what about when you have a hard day or what about this? And also we're raised by human beings who are putting their own- Right. Right. And, and, you know, they're never taught to be parents. There's no parent school where everyone comes out of and is like, you graduated. Now you can procreate and you're going to raise little good kids because you're not going to fuck them up because you're fixed. So no, there is nothing like that. And so I was like, well, then you must have perfect parents who raised a perfect kid and you have no worries in the world and blah, blah, blah. I went on and on. He's like, yeah, I do have perfect parents. And I was like, okay, well, what about the fact that there's a global pandemic or that there's a war in Ukraine or that there's homeless people on the street or that, uh, all these things. Oh my God, I'm surprised this guy didn't walk out. <laughs> because I was at this point, I was like trying to make a point of like, we're not equipped to deal with the world around us. We're just not. So therapy is there for the things that like your friends. He was like, well, I go to my friends for that. I'm like, your friends are not trained in being therapists though. And they're going through their own shit. And sometimes they don't have bandwidth for your shit. So you can't rely on your friends. Also, who's to say that their advice is well-rounded and going to fix every problem you face because uh, my dad died. But, but Jen, maybe he's, just, maybe, maybe he's just not ready to to do that. I mean, I went to therapy two different times in my life. One was during a tragedy and I was going through shit and I needed somebody, right? Because I don't like putting my problems on other people. But then now it's another time. And like that was 10 years ago. And okay, now I'm the back in therapy. You're supporting my point. You went because you didn't want to put things on other people. He thinks you don't need therapy because you have other people. Right. But that's his prerogative. Sure. But so I was explaining all this and he was going, he was insulting me. Not Mm. like it. he was like, well, it's because you had those parents. You just read headlines. You don't read the news stories. Like for all the things I was saying about the pandemic and the things I'm like, people are just not equipped. Like I cry every night at the world I live in. I felt guilty while I was in Hawaii because there's a goddamn war in the Ukraine. And also when you drive around Hawaii, there's a lot of poverty. So like, I just feel like it's hard to, I don't know, be settled at any one point because there's so much shit going on. Like you understand, there was like, a Met Gala and then they're, re- they're reversing Rover's weight at the same time. I'm like, what the fuck kind of planet are we on? <laughs> all right. All right. Calm down. Breathe, breathe. <laughs> breathe see this is here's here's the thing like uh first of all i agree with you i i agree that people need therapy and i agree that people at some point in their lives should get to a point or or at least acknowledge that it's okay to go and talk to somebody 
that it, but they're also human beings that you're talking to, right? So like from that point of view, just because they got a degree from somewhere doesn't mean they're they're necessarily skilled. I went and saw some horrible people before, right? But you can't you can't take your own beliefs and force them on somebody else like that right away. Well, it wasn't that I was forcing. I was, I was explaining sounds, why right, therapy. But you're, you're, you're like me though. You're explaining can come off very belittling and uh, it can come off like you're reprimanding him for not doing something you like. The way I'm, but, I'm rephrasing the story might sound that way because I'm telling it to you now with the fiery rage I feel oh, about this okay. person. But I was actually just communicating with him and trying to like shed light on like why therapy is actually beneficial you, to a lot of people. But like you're, you're like me in the it, sense, but, right. But you're like, you're like me in the sense that you, you, you have a very forceful nature about you, like a strong nature. So like, even when I think people think that I'm coming off, I've had best friends that are like four inches taller than me. Be like, when you're angry, I'm scared, you know? <laughs> okay. And I'm like, people are definitely scared when I'm angry, but yeah. I wasn't at this point. What got me angry, I haven't even gotten there, was that he was belittling me by telling me. Well, he's probably feeling defensive. Oh, probably. But I also didn't tell him he needed therapy. I said why therapy is important to people because they're not equipped necessarily to deal with the world's issues. Like they're bigger than just like you get you have a breakup with somebody or whatever. Like there's even more things going on in the world that like we're just as human beings, it's hard to deal with on a daily basis. Right. So, but it, not if you're not acknowledging, you don't, but my point is, is like, I agree that me, there's his response to me though, was you just read headlines. You don't actually read the stories. You don't know what's going on. And then he was telling me all the things I don't know about the, about Ukraine. He was telling me all the things I don't know about all these subject matters and telling me basically that I am uninformed. And so that's where I got pissed because I we were starting a conversation about therapy and like my beliefs behind why I think therapy is beneficial. And like, sure, he doesn't have to think that. But like then he told me everything I know to be true is wrong about the world that I live in. And it's my perspective on all of those things. That is why I need therapy. And I was like, OK, now you're making it a personal thing. I was making it a general thing about why people might not be equipped to handle the world we live in. You are now telling me I'm an idiot and that I skim the news and misinterpret information. So that's where I drew the line. So at some point I said to him, I was like, listen, because at the top of the state, he would, he said like, oh, we should go out again before you go to Hawaii or whatever. And so at this point, now that we've come full circle here. How I long, said, how long has this been? How long has it been since maybe this conversation? an hour. Oh, oh, okay. That's a long so in the last half hour, I say to him, I was like, listen, I don't think this is a match. I'm sure you can agree. Um, so I don't think we should see each other again. And I actually think we should get the check. And he was like, why? And I was like, well, this just doesn't feel fun. This feels like work. It feels really combative. It's making me anxious. I'm not having fun here. And I don't feel a romantic connection with you at all. And he was like, well, that's dumb. What, don't you want to learn? Is it, Shouldn't oh. you be around different people to learn and expand your world, but you're close-minded oh. and want to leave? And I'm like, I really do want to leave. I actually very much, because now you're arguing with me again, but about why I don't want to go out with you. So you're really right. argumentative, and this is just not working for me. And so dick. Right. And so I was like, listen, I'm happy to split the bill with you. Like, you know, this is just not a great situation. So let me do that. And he's like, no, unlike, or you may not think so, but I'm a gentleman. I'm like, I never 
question that about you. I'm just saying we're not a match and I really want to leave. And so the bill came and we went our separate ways. So I didn't walk. I didn't like run away, but like I wanted to run away. And so then I like literally went to the valley and I was like, get me to my car. They're like, oh, it's literally right there. And they walked me to my car. So I wasn't alone and put me in my car and I vanished and called a friend and cried because I was like, what did I just encounter? This heinous human being. So that was that. Before we continue with the show, we wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, And a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight users finish the program. And more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. So was it, was it a dinner? Yes. Oh, wow. So you couldn't just like slam your drink and leave. You had to like. Well, I would never slam a drink. It's not the drink's fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I walked yeah. out of that, went home, cried, but had a different date the next night. That uh, The next night? Yeah. So you just gave this. You just mourned for this one thing. You let this person affect you for what, two hours? No. And then you were like, boop. No, I was, I'm still upset about it, clearly, the way I'm communicating about it, but it really upset me. So just the fact that there are people like this in the world and they have no awareness that this is going on and why they're single. And this guy's older than you. And so. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. Sorry. You don't have to say it like. He's not this doing dude's older than this. <laughs> This dude's older than fucking you. And you're older. I mean. <laughs> so anyway, um, the next night I went out with a guy on a second date and he. This is number listened- two. This is yeah. number two. He listened to the podcast and oh. he heard my story about how I had a stomach ache when I went out with this other guy and I hated the guy because I had a stomach ache. He misinterpreted the story, though, because he thought that like I got a stomach ache because the guy didn't feed me or something, but it was because my stomach started hurting because I was with somebody I didn't really like. Mm. So anyway, to rectify what could potentially happen with me and my stomach, he brought me a sippy cup of wine and packed me a snack for the drive to our secret destination. This, okay. This is this guy. This yes. is this guy. You told us about this guy before. Yes. Right. 
And so yes. then he took me to a really awesome jazz dinner that's like oh. you have to get tickets to, and it's like a really See, fancy. All you had to do, dude, guys, if you're listening and you want a shot with Jen, just fucking listen to the podcast and do your fucking homework. Jazz night. That's what she loves. She loves Love. a good jazz night and she loves snacks and sippy cups. I All right, love guys. sippy cups. Anyway, so it was great and he planned this great date. I just didn't feel anything really for him as well because I don't feel like we're in the same place in our lives. I kind of just don't feel like we're, we have a lot of similarities. It just didn't feel like a romantic connection. He's nice, but at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. So we sort of just like, vanished into the abyss but he was really nice and I was super impressed by his effort that he put in because that was a lot and it was really romantic and such a great gesture and I'm appreciative of that now I just need the right guy to do that and then why did he treat you like the bachelorette because it felt like I was being taken on a date and I had to give him like a rose at the end but I didn't oh (laughs) Oh, like he was trying to impress you and like yeah. bring you like you were standing at the mansion and he pulled up in something that you liked and then gave you a gift and then you had to go inside and talk to him and but he didn't get your final rose. No, he did not. Oh, well, how did you did you ghost him or what happened? It was two we were dates. Phone Wait, it was two dates. Though. Yeah. Why'd you go on a second date if you weren't feeling it? Um, well, the first date like I just didn't not feel it, so I gave it a second date. And then the second date was the second date is when he the second date is when he brought the sippy cup and everything. Exactly. Gotcha. Um but then yeah, after that I it just wasn't gonna happen. We played so phone, did, did, phone tag for a bit and then we just never like connected, basically. So he could possibly still be listening to this podcast because he knows it, it exists. Yeah, potentially. Is there anything you want to say to him now? He's a really great guy. I think he needs to do that same like effort, but effort. for somebody else that maybe he has another, he has a better connection with from the start. Okay. He, maybe he felt the connection and that's why he did what he did. Maybe. You know? I mean, I don't want him to stop what he's doing and I would hate for like somebody to become jaded because it didn't work with me. It's just, I'm not the right girl, but that was the right effort. Got you. Okay. Well, what if, now in this kind of situation, would you set him up with somebody else? Like one of the girls you went to Hawaii with, like a friend, would you ever set up a date? Like like number two with somebody else and be like, this is a great guy, not for me, but why is he floating around this dating universe right now? What if like I give him to Sierra? Was that one of your friends' name? Yeah. <laughs> Sierra. What if Sierra gets him? You know, and then they do like each other. Maybe. I mean, I don't know the right person to set him up with, but if there were someone that I could think about setting him up with, I would totally do it because he was perfectly nice. You- you should start a same business. with number three. Yeah, also, we should start a business where where you date like if you go on dates and you find somebody that's really nice, but you're just not you don't have that chemistry with. Like God forbid, number four turns out that way. Like you can you can take these guys and you can put them on the side, and then you can start being a matchmaker for your other friends that are on these dating apps and be like, look, you're not swiping with this guy, but you should meet this guy. You guys would be good together. And start doing that, we can call it um, residuals. <laughs> <laughs> so tragic, but yeah, we could do that. Um, <laughs> or, or like leftovers, or oh. like the left, or like the on the bench. The, 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 no, but it's like it's like it, 
not leftovers, but I'll come up with a cool name. But that's a yo uh, patent pending for anybody listening that wants to steal that idea. Patent pending. I came up with it right here. Yes, you did. It's all you because you could probably set up. You probably have enough friends, girlfriends. I could set. You could set up two, three, and four with. Probably, definitely not one. He no. is, and then one, the one's getting the other end of the spectrum. One's on the hit the shit list, so that one, if anybody ever matches with them, they could go through Jen's app or our app and be like, "Oh, this guy's got a X on it." Wait, wasn't there a, a dating? Wasn't there a? Yeah, but yeah, but wasn't there, there one was, where girls like Lulu or something? It was called what? Lulu, I think. Where people rated, yeah, people, right? right. I actually think that you should rate people on apps the same way you do like an Uber driver or like a Uber eats delivery. And it should be criteria like, um, manners, uh, planning, uh, conversation, whatever the case may be. And then you, your algorithm should only match you with whatever your priorities are. And, you could see their stars at the bottom, but then maybe you'll get like people that are not being their genuine selves because they're afraid they're not going to get the likes. Oh, good call. So maybe it shouldn't be like publicly facing. It should just be kind of like with an Uber driver. I think you don't see your own rating. They see your rating and they don't see their own rating because you can see your rating now. You can see your rating now, but oh. they, they changed it. But yeah, that would be a good little spin on it. Like, you you can't see your rating, but they can see your rating. Yeah. So you just have to hope and pray that you're doing things right. You know, and then maybe there's an evaluation like your bank statement at the end of every month where you get like an evaluation of what you like it is anonymous. And so you don't know, you know, it's like not no matters, but paid for the meals or you know what I mean? Or something I like think that. it's important because like the guy number one that I went out with has no idea how heinous he is. And I I think I might have been the first person to tell him. And, which and, is why I got so mad. Right. It's literally shocking that in his 47 years, no one has told him how awful he is. Yeah. But I, I believe in telling people the honest truth. So like. Number three, I, you know, let him know that I see him more as a friend. And while he may not have written me back, at least I gave him the truth. You know, I could have made it. Yeah, but it's also five. Doesn't he have a job? It might be just 530 on a Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day it is. Whatever day it is. Um, But meanwhile, you are going to like the most romantic country on the planet and going for a wedding, which usually brings about all sorts of mushy feelings and you know, there's, what is it? Wedding crashers is a real thing. People want to go meet like singles who are sappy and wishing that it happened to them. So are you kind of going to be open to dating anybody at this wedding? Are there going to be people there that are single that you might have your eye on? No. Uh, there are people going that are newly single that I would, that are my good friends that I would never date. There's one girl that is, I've had a crush on for a long time, but she's in a 10 year relationship. She's going, um, I would assume uh, with her 10 year relationship, is he going no, to, he can't go. He can't go. Oh, wait. So you yeah, still have can't. a crush on this person. Yeah. But she knows it. It's kind of like an ongoing joke with our friend group. Like she's well aware of it. Like she, she jokingly flirts with me every time we see each other. Cause she knows that I have a, like a crush on her. So, Phew, and it's never going to happen. They've been, her and her boyfriend have been together for 10 years. They're, Going to wine, they're going to Goldie Hawn and um, uh, what's uh, what's oh. what's uh, 
What's his name? Why am I blanking Kurt on his name? Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, they're going to do, probably do that kind of thing. But other than that, the wedding party was supposed to be like 150 people. Now it's 30. And the people that are coming um, because of COVID and all that other stuff, right? Right. It's also so expensive. The, exactly. So they when they got the, the venue – uh, it was pre-COVID and there was a lot of different situations going on in their life. And then the hotel didn't really let them back out after COVID. So they were like, either we eat the money. Yeah. Yeah. So like they either they eat it and just say, fuck it or, and they're already married. So it's, um, uh, it's more of a, just a kind of a celebration thing, but yeah, so it's only 30 people. And I would say 90% of the people going, this are in a relationship in the, 90% of the single people are my guy friends. <laughs> oh, then I should come. Why aren't you bringing me as a plus one? Well, you already know all the guy friends. Um, oh. So, but, you know, it's funny because I was thinking, I was thinking like when I was in Budapest for that three weeks, I went out with a friend, of, well, a, a guy that I met through a friend and uh, we were at the bars and the women there are beautiful. And we were talking about dating apps and he's like, dude, you're in another country. You're probably never going to see these people again. Why not just jump on a dating app and like you're here for three weeks, just go like meet meet people. And I'm like, oh, I got early call times and I wanna I wanna like he's like, you could go somebody could go with you to a museum one day and show you around, you know, like that kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm like, Yeah, I like I like doing that by myself. Um but maybe if I get a wild hair in Italy, in Rome, maybe I uh because one of my friends that's staying in the same hotel as me that I'm going to be spending a lot of time with is newly single. So maybe we can both jump on the dating app or whatever is over there and like I could try it for the first time and see what happens. But yeah. I would have to make a profile. Obviously. Yeah, so maybe not because I'm going to do that. When am what? I going to do that? When? Yeah. Right now. No, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Oh, do I have to like come over and do this for you? No, you don't. I don't need you making my dating profile. <laughs> I'm excellent at it because I'll tell you exactly what not to do, which is hold a dumb photo of a fish and write some sarcastic bullshit about your grandparents meeting on the app. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, People write that. Joke. It's so stupid. And it's like everyone writes the same jokes and has the same photos. And I'm like, you're all doing it wrong. Well, so Miami is your you you've already put the feelers out for that, and then what what's the expectation? Are you going to try and meet up with our old guest Rob Mack? I would Robert love Mack? that. Yeah, I'm gonna try and meet up with friends, Rob. Um, I'm going to go on dates. I hope um, I've already gotten people hitting me up in my DMs on Instagram who saw me on Bumble. That I didn't match with. They're a bold there. I don't know what it is. I think it's just Miami, but, or maybe it's because I'm popular there. I don't know. But yeah, I, I replaced some of my photos um, on the app from like Hawaii because I took Yo, some, good. You had some good Hawaii. Yeah, you had some good Hawaii pictures. Oh, thank I got to you. see your pictures. I got to, next time, next podcast, you show me because it's just us again next time, next yeah. episode. We're doing a little recap of Italy and a recap of Miami. But, or you'll still be in Miami. Yes. You'll still be in Miami. But we could do a little see how Miami's going thing. But you, sh then I want you to show me your app, your pictures. Because <laughs> I, I got to see what it is that's so great about the way you are presenting yourself on this thing. And everybody else is awful. Uh, not everybody, just most people. 
Yeah, that's true. But that's the consensus. Our, our other female guests have said it too. I think like Sarah Runnell said it. It's just like these profiles are so tragic. I don't understand. And I've been, you know, continuing to read uh, Veronica Grant's book, You Are Meant for Love. And she addresses it there too, that like oftentimes guys and like, I guess girls too, but more often guys put out these profiles that are like, who are you trying to attract? Like you're not aiming for love here. You're literally trying to bro out and women are not trying to date that guy. We well, that's the thing. The that's that's what else. That's what the other. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you too, because how deep are you going to go in Miami? Like, are, do you ever go out trying to get laid? Is there, is there an app that you use just to try to have sex? Me? Yeah. No, I ask friends like you for that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go do that with a stranger. <laughs> But even if I introduce you to somebody, it's going to be a stranger. No, I meant you personally. <laughs> oh, you for me for sex? Yeah, because then oh. I, at least I know you, and I can also be like, now it's time for you to go, and like, no hard feelings. I just don't want you here anymore. Love you, bye. <laughs> oh my, all right. <laughs> well, in Miami, you're going to like you're going to be there for three weeks. What is your criteria of meeting somebody? And then like, Miami is the city of like, there's passion. There's a lot of passion in that city. Yes. I actually light up. Like I feel like in LA, I'm not my normal, like vibrant, passionate self in, in Miami. I am like this other person comes out the like very like, I don't know, Miami person. So if I do just listen to like Pitbull, Miami sound, (laughs) Miami sound machine and Pitbull the entire time. First of all, would like to tell you that I dressed as Gloria Estefan one year for Halloween as a child. Okay, so that makes sense. Now you know yeah. where we're what we're doing, and we also know that you watch Hawaii Disney movies while in Hawaii. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> when you go to Miami if it's all you know Scarface and shit. But it's anyway. definitely not Scarface. There's so much more to it, and I've actually never seen Scarface, but I become this vibrant person. And I think that I always say like, I get my like mojo back when I'm there. And so if something ensues, great. Am I seeking that particular thing only? No. But if it happens, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Thank you. You good luck in Italy. I can't wait to hear what happens in the, what is it? The city, the country of romance. Yeah. I don't think any, like, I think that like we get in, I think there's like one day of like get acclimated and then we go straight into there's one night that the girls are all going out to dinner and going out on the town and that the guys were all going out to dinner Ooh, and going out to town. There you there you have it. Yeah, but then the, then the it's night. what Huh? That's the night it's going to happen. Maybe. But I'm not that's not maybe I meet somebody that would be very cool. Don't wear a hat. Done, I I won't. I know okay. how to be not American in other countries. Well, it's not um, not the American thing. It's just that, like it is. Oh, it is. Okay. wearing well, a hat is very. It's very, you can always see an American in Europe because they're wearing a baseball hat. I well, always. maybe that's why I don't like baseball hats because I don't. No, or Americans, but I like other cultures. So, yeah. but you also are more attractive than this hat. So, like, you just always wear a hat. I'm like, where's your it's hair? A, it's a security blanket. This it's like my Linus blanket. My hat. I always have it in my back pocket. <laughs> I always have it, and whenever I'm feeling like uncomfortable or a little self conscious or anything like that, I just put it on and I hide. Do you feel that way right now because you're wearing it for a podcast? No one can see you. Well, no one can see me, which is one thing, but also I just was outside running errands and 
getting my 12,000 steps in for the last eight hours. So are you on an Italy diet? Are you getting ready for the wedding? wedding? No, I have the nutritionist and everything. Remember? So I've just been on it for like last three weeks, three months, but, um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. And then Wednesday's the rehearsal dinner, Thursday's the wedding. And then Friday's, uh, you know, the after wedding hangout with people Saturday, I might go up to Venice to like see it before it goes underwater. Because okay. you know, there's a thing called climate change. Too many no, there is. And then Sunday uh, is a rehear- like a relaxed day, and then Monday I'm out. So sounds like a great trip. And also, you mentioned plenty of time from what I could hear to go on dates and do exploration with. I'm not going to go on a date in on Sunday and be like, "This was fun. Bye, ciao." No, but you could have all the other times you referenced that you're not at the wedding. All right. Well. We'll see what happens. I'm rooting for you, and I hope you bring back stories because otherwise, this show is just going to be about my dating life, and yeah. I am well. I'm definitely filling <laughs> filling the time with all these dates, so I'm sure I'll bring back more yeah. stories from Miami. But um, I hope you have safe travels. Same and to you. Thank you, and I look yeah. forward to catching up on all things dating and relationships when we're both back. We'll be back in a few weeks, but keep tuning in to It's Complicated episodes where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. Where can everyone find you? They can find me on Instagram at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. And guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. It's very, very important for the success of our podcasts that you like and that you subscribe so you can keep hearing the sound of our voices in your in your car radio every week. <laughs> <laughs> car radio. And if you want to actually see what we're up to, follow us on Instagram so you can see our travels. You can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meds and on your local dating app. All right, guys. Well, we're going on some vacations. We'll let you know what happens when we get back. But until then, see you next time. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady... Come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.